Hello fellow coaches, it's Angela here. I hope you're well. Finding your voice is one of the most important things that you can do as a coach or consultant because although your job is to help find your client's voice through your work, in order to get those clients in the first case, we have to have a standout message that feels authentically us. But that's not always the easiest thing to do from the start. We are going to unpack this topic so that you can avoid the marketing hype and discover your authentic, unique message and voice instead. Welcome to the Visible Coaches podcast. I'm Angela Durant and you'll meet Anka Herman a little later. Between us, we have 30 years of business experience. We've started and grown our businesses from nothing but an idea, learning to play to our strengths as introverts in what often feels like an extrovert world. If you have ever felt any resistance to how others tell you you have to market yourself or bear your soul on social media just to get clients, then this podcast is for you. We know the unique challenges that introverted coaches face when it comes to selling their services. So if you're ready to learn how to spot those golden opportunities right under your nose, clarify your message, nurture that market and get more business coming your way all without sacrificing your energy levels or well-being, then plug your AirPods in and let's go. Well, welcome to the Visible Coaches podcast with Angela. Angela, I, I forgot my name. Angela and Anka, how can I forget my Anyway, <laughs> let's dive in. So today our title is Ditch the Hypey Hook. And there's a reason for this. It's not because hooks don't reel us in. The idea of a hook being it reels people in. That's where it kind of came from. You want a good opening so people will open your emails, etc. And, you know, sort of get curious about what you do. But there is a difference. And where we're really coming to here is the importance of storytelling, the importance of your personality, your voice in the language of your writing and your copywriting and your message and understanding maybe the nuance behind messaging. You know, the idea that suddenly, let's just say, you know, give an example in certain copywriting I've seen recently, you know, uh, Maureen, sorry if there was a Maureen, this is made up, but Maureen, um, Maureen couldn't do this and then after she discovered my formula, she completely transformed her life. I'm like, none of that's believable. It's still going on. And it really doesn't say an awful lot. It's it's buying into the idea that we have to talk about a transformation or a situation that somebody was in in their business, talking about pain points, differentiating how our system and our process can help people, yada, 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 that actually makes up a message. But there's a, almost a sort of sense that I need to kind of shout loud and be almost a little bit sort of magic-y, believable, hype, well, it's hypey, uh, in order to be seen and be heard. Yet there are so many businesses out there and, and professional industries where you can't do that if you're a lawyer or an accountant or whatever. It's like you wouldn't believe a lawyer if they just came out and said, you know, I'll solve all your relationships with just my divorce package. You know, like just nobody <laughs> believes them at all. You know, <laughs> like you know, so <laughs> don't know. <laughs> so it's you know, let's unpack this topic because 
I think since the rise of ChatGTP, and if you're not careful, all of the Facebook things that are coming into my feed around courses so you can learn to use AI and ChatGTP to save you time and money in your copywriting, etc. And I'm a little bit for that because I love using it to create ideas that I can bounce off, etc. And to kind of spar with that almost as if it's a, like a, a, a an online sparring partner to kind of come up with ideas. But Never would I take it and copy and paste it or just assume because it's actually bringing information from the in- internet. It's not actually bringing your voice in a way that knows your customers. It can if you do, but not if you can't. So can you start talking about some of this around why should we ditch the hypey hook? What the heck is a hypey hook in the first place? And why is it so important for solopreneurs that want credible, honest, value, sustainable businesses to not engage yeah, with that in that in it, that particular manner? Because the cringe factor is just so high it isn't funny, right? I mean it is funny. <laughs> if you're if you if you're reading it, like you know, just what you described, you know, like I kind of knew, like you know, I kind of know. Like you see these all the time. And I think what makes a hook hypey is when they make exaggerated promises when they offer Mm. like this smooth slick instant transformation when it sounds like everybody else when it sounds like I don't like I don't know what you're talking about like I can't feel you behind this right Mm. so when there's literally Mm. even and the funny thing is it actually gets funnier when you're like interested in copywriting and you actually see the formula under like you know the pattern the formula the like you actually see the framework underneath so you know exactly what they're doing and it's like yeah you right. didn't really do the work here right and that's the same piece with chat gpt it's a brilliant tool i personally prefer it for research and things like that and hey i love it for names i love it for hey what are possible concerns somebody might have like to dig into audience research for writing i don't personally like it much because i find it's more time consuming and less enjoyable to fix up mediocre writing than actually just start fresh and tell a story right so it's like but this that's the thing it's like you can't just copy and paste because especially you always have to think about like what are you looking to sell right and i think especially i think this is Mm. true for whatever you're selling but especially when you're selling high touch services like coaching for example right so i will not Mm. hire a coach who goes here is my magic formula sign up now right i'm like wait what i need to like you as a i need to kind of connect with you as a person i need to know enough about you as a person how you tick What's your experience? Where are you coming at this from? Like, how do you even got into this? Like, because what I really want to know is, will you get me? And can you help me? And do Mm. I want to actually spend that much time with you? Right? So happy, happy, (laughs) happy hook isn't going to do that. Right? So you want to have something that I feel like you want a hook. Yes, you don't. You do want want me to stop scrolling or open your email when I see the headline. Yes, you need a hook but it needs to be something that makes me curious that makes me like, Oh, what is that? Right. It makes me lean in. Not that makes me like, Oh God, here we go. Right. So, so it's, and I think especially for coaches, it, 
I don't even think it saves you time because that's the thing. You don't want to just cut and paste it because that works against you and fixing it up like it doesn't. And the piece is when you don't tell a story, when you don't tell people what you've been through and how you like, why are you even interested in offering this service? Like if I can't get you, if I don't get a feel for you, then it's going to be, you know, there's a slim chance that I'll hire you, you know? And I think that's where the pitfall is. Yeah. You know what? It's made me think of when I, I took a piece of writing that I normally do in our weekly, in weekly newsletter. And I thought, I'm going to put it into chat GTP and let's just see if it can, in, in, you know, improve on this. So I put it in and I said, can you take this newsletter blog and uh, improve, you know, what would you do to creatively improve this? And it was quite funny because it actually took out my voice. It took out all the personality. And at the end of it, it had this kind of generic call to action. And I just looked and I just thought, did I put something, did I put the generic kind of question in here that it just didn't give me the right answer? You know, it's like, I put my money in the slot machine, but I didn't get my free lemons coming up, as it were, you know. Um, and I just realised, I thought, uh, my writing might not be perfect, but it's personable. And that I have to own. And I just realised, as you say, it's like, I like it sometimes for taking an idea and fleshing it out, creating ideas for courses or I have video scripts, etc., that give me bullet points that I can riff off with my felt knowledge and experience. But it was like, when it tried to improve me, um, it actually took me out of the whole uh, equation in the first and it's, place. It's like, it's like actually, I had, um, I had a guest once, like one of my favorite copywriters, and he did, he offered like a class on on using AI for writing, right? And he did, he explained it like I couldn't couldn't have it any better way. He says, well, thinking that AI copywriting tools are doing all the work for you is like throwing clay on a on a pottery wheel and expecting a beautiful vase, you know, like if you don't know what you're doing, if you just chuck it on there, you're just going to get clay on the walls, right? You know? Well, that's, you know, it's not the word he used, right? But it's like, that's it. You get shit on walls. Like that's all, like you have to, like, yes, it yeah. will save you time. It's like any tool. It's helpful. You'd be silly not to play with it, you know, yeah. and not to explore and not to learn about it, but it won't, it it won't take the work off your plate. You're still the one who's going to want to communicate with your audience because at the end of the day, you know, if you want coaching clients, that's a communication, that's a conversation business. So don't try and automate the conversation out of this. Oh, I love that. I love that. It reminds me of the idea of a thousand true fans. And actually a true fan is somebody that is looking forward to your email, that's looking forward to your name popping up in their inbox because they don't get the usual stuff. They get something interesting, something valuable, your take, your opinion. And, and you don't need a million of those, actually. You you can have a very good business with a thousand true fans because that was the idea that came from the music world, as it were, you know, in, in buying your stuff. So we're not saying ditch the hook. We're saying ditch the hype that you can end up innocently buying into because you're copying other people that are copying other stuff. And, you know, for me, avoid anything that just says, here's the trend for 2022, 2023, 2024. There's not a case of not using opportunity, but watch trying to follow fashion. Because just like the normal world of fashion, 
Some things that are in one minute are out the next. And you don't want to take your voice, your personality, and the very reason that your people will prefer you over something else in that relationship business. You want to take that out of the game. So have a think on that this week. And we look forward to seeing you soon. Take care. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Visible Coaches Podcast. If you've ever felt the pressure to market yourself in ways that don't align with your true nature, this podcast is your sanctuary. If you've enjoyed what you've heard so far, make sure to subscribe to the Visible Coaches Podcast on your favorite platform. And we would really be grateful if you could leave us a review. Your feedback means the world to us and it helps us reach more introverted coaches like you. To grab this episode's free resource, visit thevisiblecoachespodcast.com now. That's thevisiblecoachespodcast.com. Let's continue to embrace our introverted strength, create meaningful connections, and make waves in the coaching world. Until next time.